Unlock the past and safeguard your memories with ScanMyPhotos.com. Here's our special promo code, GoDigital, to get a whopping up to 50% off your photo scanning order. Don't let your cherished moments fade away. Digitize them now with precision and care. Whether it's old slides, photos, or films, bring them into the digital age and relive those precious memories. This is an affiliate promotion, meaning we may earn a commission if you take advantage of this fantastic deal. Act fast, preserve your history, and save big with Go Digital at ScanMyPhotos.com. Welcome to Ask Maureen, where we cover historical image analysis, genealogy, and how to work with your family photo collection. I'm Maureen Taylor, the photo detective, and I'll try to answer your questions. There's something about a June wedding. The weather is usually good. You can hold it outside and your guests aren't shivering with the cold. (laughs) And I'm not really sure where the history of that connection between the month of June and weddings comes from. But I will say that in the movie Seven Brides for Seven Brothers, there is a song about marrying in the month of June. And I'm not going to sing the tune, but it goes something like this. Oh, they say when you marry in June, you're a bride all your life. And the bridegroom who's marries in June gets a sweetheart for a wife. So just for fun, I've included the link to the YouTube video of this song in my show notes. In episode 43, I talked about photo identification and wedding images. And there is something very, very special about a photo of a bride with or without her groom. It's like a baby photo. There are possibilities in the image, a life to be lived. There are new branches on our family tree. I have trouble leaving wedding photos in antique shops, and so does my guest, Charlotte Sibtain. I love meeting other people passionate about photos, and I don't care if they're in my backyard or they live uh, half a world away. We connect over the pictures. Charlotte is a London-based researcher who has a hobby, collecting 20th century wedding photos. Her Instagram feed, Hashtag vintage wedding photos features some of the images she's rediscovered, and it's a very popular Instagram feed. I wonder why, because there's something so beautiful about a wedding photo, I think. In this episode, we talk about wedding photos, how she started collecting, a reunion that will make you teary, and a whole lot more. So thank you for joining me. Do you follow my Instagram feed, hashtag photo detective? This month, I'll be sharing more wedding images inspired by my conversation with Charlotte. So my guest today is Charlotte Sibtain of the UK. So Charlotte, uh, I love to talk with someone, especially someone who appreciates old photos the way you do. You even have them on the wall behind you, which is nice. And Charlotte is a London-based social and historical researcher, and I found you on Instagram. Your Instagram feed is Vintage Wedding Photographs. Yeah, yeah, Vintage Wedding Photos, yeah. 
And so I have a lot of questions for you, Charlotte, which, and as I mentioned to you earlier, I have hundreds of wedding photos that I've collected over the years, and there's something very special about them, and you get that. So yeah. when did you start collecting wedding photos? Oh, it was probably uh, seven or eight years ago. Um, growing up, our house was always stuffed full of antiques, and we had old ice skates kicking about, and old cameras, and old scales, and just loads and loads of random old objects that my parents had just collected. Um, so we'd always really grown up with an appreciation of old things. Um, but it wasn't until I went to an antiques market in Brighton which is on the south coast of England. It's a very arty, very creative uh, kind of town. And I found these three pictures in this antique shop that had just been thrown in a bucket. <laughs> and I, just, I know, just discarded, no one cares. Um, and they were only, I think they were only like a pound each or something. And so I took them um, and then framed them and then just put them on the bedroom wall of where I was living. Because they just, I, to me, it's just, it's, somebody's most special day and it meant something to somebody at some point and and then they just got discarded so it was kind of a bit of a rescue mission really that's how it started do you remember the very what the very first wedding photo looked like that you bought yeah it was a really nondescript 1950s classic wedding the kind of shot that you you pick up a dime a dozen they're all over the place nothing really distinctive about it um, but I, there was just something about the couple I liked. There was something about the occasion. Um, and so, yeah, I just, I, yeah, that was, that was the first one, really. I can remember going to uh, like a house sale. Someone was cleaning out the estate, right? The, oh. the house was going to be sold. And I walked in and there spread out over one whole table was the wedding dress, the wedding gloves. <gasps> photographs and they were from like the late 1960s oh. and I thought how can this be how can this stuff that that that's such a special moment you know I mean I've known people who have gotten divorced and the first thing they do is you know toss the wedding photos that's, <laughs> that's another matter on them in a bucket <laughs> they toss them in the fireplace but this was someone had had very carefully cared for all this wedding memorabilia and all of it including the photographs were being tossed and yeah. you know what that's like because uh, you find them everywhere i see them everywhere you find them everywhere yeah it's so sad it it just I find it really sad and I, I understand through circumstance, you know, people die, people don't have children, people get divorced. So often through circumstances, yeah, there are legitimate reasons as to why why they do end up where they end up. But yeah, it just makes me really sad. Especially as a family. We're so um like my granddad was a massive hoarder of photos, memorabilia, you know, receipts from when he bought carpets during the war, you know, all that kind of stuff. And so I come from a family that likes these things and keeps these things. So when I come across stacks of stuff that people have gotten rid of, I just find it really surprising. I know it's bizarre. Well, you know, I'm a family historian, so the wedding is a branch on the family tree. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's a beginning. And yeah. 
And to lose track of those wedding photos means you're losing track of that beginning and that story of how that all happened. Right. Exactly. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And I, as much as, so I try and buy up ones as sets. So I try and keep all the weddings together, um, which is hard, which is hard because people sell them separately, which I never understand. So if I can, I try and buy up all the same ones. So I've got a kind of complete set to keep them together because oh, I used to just, yeah, get lost. I know. Just recently I was at a, uh, antique shop and there was this box and it was just a mess the photos were just a mess and I found this little girl in this little dance costume doing this little pose and her name was on the back and I was like oh how cute and then I went further into the box and there she is getting married wow right so I was like done <laughs> done I took them right up to the counter right so take my money here you go so I have two pictures of her because I hate to see them. I couldn't buy the whole box. I have too many as it is, but I couldn't, I couldn't leave them. I couldn't leave them there. But on vintage wedding photos, which is your Instagram feed, which yeah. you know I adore. So I'm always hitting the little, the little heart for like, 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 like. Uh, so tell me more about how you started that and what, what you're trying to do with these wedding photos that you're buying. Yeah, so I kind of, I was collecting a lot and I had them, I had a very small apartment at the time and I just had them in a box, two boxes actually. And I never, I never really sort of was able to get them out and show everybody really who they were and what they were. Um, I mean, I had, I had a number of ones framed on the wall in our hallway, <laughs> um, but for the rest of them, like I couldn't do anything with them. So I thought, oh, okay, well, Instagram's quite a good one. It's a very visual kind of social media platform. It could lend itself really nicely to sort of sharing these images a bit more widely. So I just, yeah, I just uploaded a few and a few more, and then people seemed to like them. And, and then it kind of snowballed from there, really. How many followers so, do you have right now without me looking at my phone? So I think currently on Instagram we're on Three thousand six. Oh, yeah. And I have to say, that's the most I've got on all the social media that I do with the projects. That's that. I think because it's so visual, that's the one that people sort of gravitate to the most. Um, well, it's the perfect platform. Oh well, exactly. And then you've got sort of like a almost like a photo album of them, and people can scroll through. They can quickly see them all it's just aesthetically like a very nice pleasing way to show them I think so um, has anything unusual happened due to this Instagram feed with the wedding photos has anyone popped up and said that's my wedding or that's my uncle's wedding <laughs> oh if only if only um yeah you think you would imagine that somebody out there would see them and somebody would go yeah I recognize that old man oh he looks like this person that person um but to be honest, that hasn't happened yet. <laughs> so um, do you only buy ones with names on the back or you just buy anything that appeals to you aesthetically? Yeah, anything that appeals to me, really. I try and get ones that do have a bit of information with them because then that makes the project a bit more exciting. It means I can do a bit of research. I could kind of maybe try and find people, try and find the family. Um, but to be honest, like it's, 
for me it's about preserving them and sharing them and and ensuring that they're not forgotten so I do tend to kind of yeah pick ones regardless of what state they're in or what information they've got ones that yeah I kind of speak to me in some sort of way mm -hmm. so would you can you're not going to consider yourself a you're not a genealogist you're a social historian but you use the tools that we use as family historians to try to find the relatives yeah exactly and I, I think I think because I've always had this thing about family history and I've done a bit of work on my own family tree um, and various bits and pieces, but I definitely wouldn't consider myself, yeah, a genealogist. I'm a, I'm a person who loves social history. I love the past. I love keeping that past memory alive in some sort of way. But yeah, if I, so I had um, one wedding album that I managed to piece together some information and find the family. So that was done sort of through, yeah, techniques that family historians tend to use. And how did that work out? Amazing, amazing. Yeah, it was um, a 1950s wedding album. Um, it was pretty nondescript in a lot of ways. It was very classic of the time. It had the wedding pictures. It had the information at the front about the bride, the groom, and the people that attended. It had the telegrams in the back. Ooh. It had her lucky horseshoe as well, oh, which was amazing. Um, and it really was like the most beautiful wedding album. And, uh, and so I managed to piece together a bit of who they were and managed to contact somebody who worked in the church where they got married. And it turned out that their daughter still lived in the area. So I managed to track her down and spoke to her on the phone. Um, and we met up last year and I handed it back to her and it was her parents. How did it get lost? Well, this is the thing. They just don't know. I mean, when they bought, when we met, they, so it was their daughter and then their granddaughter and they bought, um, John and Irene was their, their names and they bought John and Irene's marriage certificate and this massive, massive stack of love letters that John and Irene had written to each other before they got married and they were courting and it was just I was just reading through so I mean I could have spent hours just reading them it was amazing um so they had all this stuff but yet they lost the album somewhere along the line and still to this day they have no idea how it ended up on eBay of all places maybe it was stuck in a bureau drawer and the yeah. the bureau was sold like they came yeah. to their parents' house and they sold the furniture and it was just stuck in a piece of furniture because it yeah. sounds like these people were very happy to have it back. Yeah, they were really happy because they only had, say so their daughter Linda, she only had one photo of her parents' wedding and that was it. So to hand back this album stuffed full of images and telegrams and memorabilia and newspaper clippings and receipts from their wedding and the taxis and all that kind of thing to give that back she was yeah she was stunned really that someone that somebody had found it to be honest. it's called the orphan photo movement which is where yeah. you buy images with names on them and then you try to reconnect them with family that would be missing them hopefully and I, I think all of us that participate in that are hoping that someday someone will contact us 
with that yeah. missing family photo? Yeah, definitely. I think it's it's that thing, isn't it? People just knocking on the door and you least expect it. And and sometimes it's not always joy. You know, things go on in families and things don't work out. People don't speak to each other anymore. And so there's definitely a bit of sensitivities around there. But, I mean, if you can give something back to somebody and they're happy about it, it's um, it's the best feeling in the world. It is. It's a good feeling. It's a magical yeah. moment. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's really nice. So in your old your own collection, you're obviously actively collecting. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, what's the earliest image that you have? So I would say uh, sort of very end of Victorian period. Yeah, I don't. I don't have too many from the Victorian period. They're mostly the early ones at Edwardian. Um, so early nineteen hundreds. Yeah, yeah. So pre, yeah, pre First World War. Um, and they're beautiful. They're and they're stunning. And I, they're actually one of my favourite kind of periods for weddings. Mm. Perhaps me outfits and the yeah. I have one yeah. from the eighteen sixties. <gasps> Ooh. Yeah, mm. that's unusual. Actually, it is. Actually, me on Facebook with a, with a photo from around that, that time as well. It was a really beautiful one. Yeah, it's gorgeous. And most Where of the ones in my collection are from the 1880s and 1890s. Okay. Where do you find yours? Everywhere. I don't buy them on eBay. Okay. <laughs> if I go to an antique store, or there used to be antique photo sales where oh, you know, yeah. dealers would have them. And so I buy some there, although I stopped because, as I said, I have hundreds and I, I don't need any more. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying not, not to feed the addiction. <laughs> I know that feeling. <laughs> I'm actually trying to figure out what to do with them, which is, I think, how I stumbled across your vintage wedding photo <laughs> site on Instagram. I was like, well, look. She's doing it. I don't. I don't need to do it. But what am I going to do? With all these <laughs> photographs. <laughs> it's so tough because they're so uh, they're so small and compact that it's really easy to realize how many you've got, or not realize how many you have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I've. I think probably over four hundred now, which is a bit alarming. It will just continue to grow unless you can find more reunions. I know, I know. See, that's the thing. I mean, giving back the album was amazing. But at the same time, I was a bit sad because it was the most beautiful wedding album. Like, I just loved it. It had everything in it. But here's the thing. There's another one around the corner. I know, I just bought one the other day. <laughs> I'm waiting for it to be delivered. <laughs> there's always another photo. I there's, know. There's I know. always another one right around the corner. I know. That's why I have to tell myself when I lose out on one, when I've kind of, yeah, not been quick enough to get it or something. I'm like, it's okay. There'll be another one. Well, I can guarantee you I'm not bidding against you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't. I'm a very lazy eBay bidder. <laughs> just in one bid and then that's it. But you did some other things this year that really um, surprised me and made me really happy. Did you have an exhibit somewhere? Yeah, yeah, I did. So um, on Valentine's Day weekend, 
I had a, a small exhibition of some of the photographs at this beautiful, beautiful chapel um, right in the heart of London in a place called Fitzravia, which is a nice bit of town. And this chapel is, yeah, just to die for. It's teeny tiny, hidden away from the main road, kind of not stuck, but placed in quite an urban modern development kind of quarter. Um, but this chapel is just exquisite. It's it's gorgeous. So when they got in touch and said that they wanted to collaborate on something, I sort of jumped at the chance, really. Yeah, yeah. And it was really lovely. It was really nice. I never thought in a million years that the project would get to such a point where I could have an exhibition of them and people would turn up. And how did they find you? It was on Twitter, actually. Yeah, so the... Um, the lady in charge, she just got in touch and, and said that she wanted to do something at the chapel around um, weddings and love for Valentine's Day. And said, I want to collaborate. I was like, yes, yes, I do. <laughs> I really do. Um, so, yeah, it was brilliant. It was over three days. Um, and, yeah, we had a little private view and people came. And and it was, it was just such a lovely way to get the project out there and to and to get people to see the images, and, and especially in a place where weddings happen as well. It's kind of, yeah, perfect, really. Really nice, really nice. And, you know, that whole thing about weddings, and, I mean, weddings are stressful, of course, right? You've got all the family yeah. politics and all that stuff. But at the, the heart of it is the heart, right? You're in love. You're getting, hopefully, yeah. you're getting married. It gives you a good feeling to think about the life in front of these people. You don't know what kind of life they lived, but you have this icon, this picture of this moment. Or yeah. Yeah, and I, th I think that's the thing that appeals to so many people is that, that weddings and love, you know, it's, it's never-ending. It's you know, there's always going to be people falling in love. There's always going to be people getting married. And I think everyone can relate to that in some sort of way, whether they've been to a wedding themselves or whether they've got married or their family have got married or, you know, they're in love. It's, it's just a, it's a really nice feel-good project, I think. It does. It, I mean, well, I think looking at photographs in general, it makes me feel good. But wedding yeah. photos especially make me feel good. So... You are on Instagram as hashtag vintage wedding photos. This is my guest, yeah. Charlotte Sibtain, a social and historical researcher who specializes in wedding photos. You're on Facebook. I am, yeah. Vintage wedding photos on Facebook. Yeah. Twitter. Yeah. So Twitter, we're on vintage uh, W photos. But if you just search vintage wedding photos, I'll come up. Yeah. So. What's the future hold for you, Charlotte? Oh, that is a very good question. Um, I mean, I've got a couple of things simmering away, a couple of things in the pipeline, which I'm hoping will work out. Um, it's early days and you never can tell with these things, but hopefully something will happen. But I think, to be honest, to me, the most important thing is to keep collecting and keep sharing these images because... They're people's lives. They were real people. This was their day, and they deserve to be seen and deserve to be appreciated by more people. I think so. That's always been the heart of the project, and I think that will always continue to be. And I think everything else is sort of coming along. And I mean, talking to you is amazing and and fantastic. And 
all of that's just a great bonus really I think so we have to find some way to work together so that yeah. I, I have all these hundreds of early photos photos <laughs> it's a perfect match <laughs> have to find some way to it's too bad I couldn't uh, I can I suppose I could post on your Facebook page yeah and actually that's one thing on the Facebook page that I kind of wanted to explore and and switch up a little bit really and, and give people the opportunity to share their wedding stories and their wedding photos that's so a great idea if anyone's listening and they have any weddings and want to tell me about them then do because I think yeah I think that'd be really nice all right well Charlotte it's been wonderful talking with you and I will I will continue to watch the Instagram feed. It's one of the first things I check every morning. <laughs> what else is new? <laughs> Need to post more regularly. <laughs> you post fairly regularly. <laughs> I'm sure you have just a few other things going on. Yeah, so. just a few, but yeah, I try. Yeah, I try to keep it going. Right. All right. Well, thank you very much for everything that you do to make people appreciate their wedding photos and the wedding photos of the past and yeah. let's let's try to do some more reconnecting with them yeah definitely yeah thank you so much for having me thank you thank you for watching and listening you can submit your questions for future episodes using the ask maureen button on maureentaylor.com or through any of my social media contacts. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram as The Photo Detective and on Facebook at Maureen Photo Detective. I hope you'll come back for the next show. Don't forget to send me your questions. I'm thrilled to be offering something new. Photo Investigations. These collaborative one-on-one -on -one sessions look at your family photos. You and I meet to discuss your mystery images and find out how each clue and hint might contribute to your family history. And trust me, these images can reveal so much in your research. I have decades of experience in the photo, genealogy, and history industries. This is your chance to learn from me and discover the stories in your family images. You can find out more by going to MaureenTaylor.com and clicking on Family Photo Investigations.